city clerks around the country are planning for this year's August and November elections with COVID-19 related issues threatening to impact everything from casting ballots to tallying votes. Tina Barton is Rochester Hill City Clerk. She tells WDET's Alex McLennan it's too soon to tell whether or not elections will be held in person. So it becomes uh, really a project manager's job uh, as a clerk that we are looking at both scenarios. How do we respond to that? How are we fully prepared not only to protect those who would be working, but also to provide them with the tools that they are going to need in order to successfully uh, pull off an election, not only in a presidential election cycle, um, but while we are also in the middle of a pandemic. So there's obviously a lot of logistical issues then, and everyone's hurting budget-wise right now. What does it normally cost to hold uh, an election? So typically, uh, for an average election in Rochester Hills, we would probably be looking at around uh, $75,000. Could be more than that, could be less than that, depending on the size of the election. So I'm going to average it out at around $75,000. Um, Obviously, we're looking at those costs being much higher this time in order to accommodate what all the special needs would be. And when you're looking at the fact that we are a community that has about a $50 million budget and we're already projecting at least a $7 million hit to that budget, that's a substantial uh, hit to, to that size of a budget. And I can only imagine what communities like the city of Detroit would be looking at who have taken an even larger hit to their budget and have um, a vast amount more of of precincts that they would need to accommodate and workers that they would need to protect. So what do you see a a solution being? Is this something that only money can fix or does having the extra time to prepare and starting now is that all that it takes to do this, or, or what else do you think might be needed? Well, obviously money is part of the solution. Preparation now is part of the solution. But the, the third element of this that we need to talk about is that regardless of whether the precincts are open or not, or if we were in a voted home type scenario, either way, I would say that the majority of people are going to choose to vote absentee in August and November. They might do it out of ease because you no longer need a reason in Michigan, and they might do it out of concern for their health and safety. And if that is the case, either way, we're going to see an increase of which we were already anticipating in Michigan after the the passage of Prop 3. Um, We were already as clerks in the process of urging our legislature to do something to allow clerks uh, more time to process absentee ballots. If we're now in a situation where we're looking at we could double uh, what we were even looking at prior now that we're in a pandemic, we need even more time. So they have to recognize that we cannot start doing this on Tuesday, election day at 7 a.m. and count thousands and thousands and thousands of ballots and not stop until it is done. It is unrealistic, it is not safe, and it will impact the integrity of the election. The Bipartisan Policy Center has put out a report, and they are bipartisan, stating that in these types of scenarios where you have large absentee volume, clerks should be allowed up to 15 days to start pre-processing the absentee ballots. We can determine what processing means, but the fact of the matter is we have to have more time in Michigan.
Tina Barton is Rochester Hills City Clerk. She spoke with WDET's Alex McLennan.